Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hello, welcome to another episode of Your True Self. Today's episode, according to my Instagram poll, is very, very needed. I want to talk to you about how we can manage our needs when life is full. And before I start, I want to acknowledge that full will look very different for everybody. Okay, you know, my version of full today is very different to what full looked like before I had Hunter. I remember doing back-to-back calls all day, maybe even working weekends, just sitting down at my desk at 7am and still working at 5 or 6pm when Chris came home, knowing that I'd been creating something incredible and just work, 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 work. And it's still, there were still days that I would work like that and I didn't feel full. Yet, (laughs) right now, everything looks so different, right? There is no way I could do back-to-back calls. Um, There's no way that I could work from seven till six. Like it just wouldn't happen. And I just want to honor whatever stage of life you're in, knowing that you are the only person that can determine what full means to you. Okay. So before I chat through the practicalities of how to manage your needs, there are a couple of things that I just want to speak to. Firstly, it is really important to surrender to the fact that you can't do it all. (laughs) Surrender to the fact that you can't do it all. Now, this statement might cause a reaction in you. Maybe that inner warrior, that fierceness, that stubbornness is sitting there, like crossing her arms and stamping her foot and being like, yes, I can. You watch me. I'm going to do it all. Maybe it can. Okay, if that is the path that you want to travel down, sure, but at what cost? What cost? What are you going to lose? What does it cost for you to do it all, all the time? Okay, if doing it all makes everything feel forced, that you're stressed, you're, you're completely burnt out, don't do it. You don't have to do it all. It's that simple. Also, when I say it's that simple, I know that it is easier said than done because of our conditioning. Our conditioning is that hustle culture. And it was funny because pre-Hunter, I didn't subscribe to that. But now looking at it, there was still elements of me that was doing that in a way that still felt good. Whereas I compare it to now and it's very, very, very different. The other really important thing that supports me, and it is so, so supportive, when I'm in these moments of feeling like I need to do it all and I need to do it now 
is, do I think I'm going to have to do it again because I'm not happy with it? So if I sit down and make myself do something, am I going to have to redo it? Am I not going to be happy with it? Is it not going to be up to my standards? Or if a five-minute task is taking me 30 minutes, walk away. Right? Leave it and come back to it with a clearer mind. So something that you might want to keep those in mind as well. If you feel like you have to do it all when life is really full, are you going to have to do it again? Or are you spending too much time on something that shouldn't take as much time? In which case you are actually better stepping away and coming back to it when you have a clearer space. Which brings me to my next point. And this is something that I've been practicing over the last few weeks. And not surprisingly, it's popped up for a few of my clients. I feel like there are so many lessons that I experience and that my clients start to as well. And that is, sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. Take a step back. Take your foot off the accelerator and just stop. It's almost like getting in your car, driving to a lookout, parking, and just taking it in, just pausing, just looking at the scenery, just looking around, just being really present rather than driving around, go, go, go. I've got to drive here. I've got to drive there. I've just got to do this. Just allow yourself to stop, to slow down, to take in the scenery. Sometimes taking time to slow down and stop allows you to move forward with even greater velocity later on when you're ready. As I said, when we're trying to force things, it feels hard, it feels sticky. And I know for me, as I said, personally, things aren't up to standard. Yet when I take some time, when I actually lean into what it is I want to do and create intentional time for that, it feels so much different, so much different. When life is full, there are going to be things that you have to show up for and you don't have the capability to show up for other things. Okay, so when life is really full, there are going to be things that you have to show up for and you won't have capacity to show up for other things. So this is what the example that I was just talking about. Sometimes I just need to be okay with the fact that I can't do it right now and that's okay. Because life has ebbs and flows. Sometimes you will find that you have all of the time in the world. You know, you have space, you have freedom, you can focus on the things you want to, you can be creative, you can play, you can go on adventures, you can just do whatever you want. Maybe sometimes you feel like you have too much space and time. It's like that uncomfortable, oh God, what do I do now? And then there's going to be other times where life feels super full and you don't have space for anything outside what needs to and has to be done acknowledge that and be okay with showing up in that way because there's nothing wrong with showing up there's nothing wrong with surviving when you need to your energy is really really precious and if you know that you have a full calendar and you're trying to do extra things on top of that it's just going to lead to burnout or overwhelm okay because sometimes the truth is we can't show up in the way we want to because we don't have capacity, right? We are energetic beings and we have a capacity. We have a limit of what we can and can't do and what we can and can't fit in. So just really honor where you're at. So if you are sitting there thinking, oh my God, I've got to do this and this and this and this and this. Oh, how do I get it all done when I have to, I've got all of these meetings, I've got these appointments, whatever it is. 
that's when you need to get a little bit practical and start to assess how you can fit it all in, how you can do what you want and manage your needs and get the things done that you want to do while also having to do certain other things. So with that being said, let's look at the practice practical side of managing your needs. Firstly, take a step back. Take a step back and assess. What does my life look like right now? For the next week, the next couple of weeks, the next month, what does my life look like? What do your days look like? What does your week look like? Is there any space at all for what you want to do? When are the days that you don't have any space and you just have to show up for what you need to do? Then when are the days that you have space to do what you want to do? I'm also really big believer in that on the days that feel full, on the days where you might have a lot of meetings, not trying to jam extra bits in between those spaces. So maybe a full day, you've got a few meetings, but in between those meetings, you're just giving yourself some time to rest. Obviously, if you work in an office, then it's very different. You'll be go, go, go. But when you get home, what do you have after work? after school, if you're a student or if you're studying, when you clock off, if you run a business, right? So this is where, again, your needs come into play. What does full look like? You need to know that as well. You need to know what full looks like for you. And this comes back to the point that I made right at the start. It's going to look very different for everybody. Okay. So take a step back. What does your week, month, fortnight look like? What are the, where are the days that you have space and where are the days that you do not have space? I did this a couple of weeks ago and realized that until mid-August, I have a really full diary. There are a couple of things, well, not a couple of things. There are quite a few things that I really, really, really want to do in my business. And every time I sat down to try and do it, I just felt blocked and I had brain fog and it just, it didn't feel right. And then when I, you know, stepped back and looked at my calendar, I'm like, no wonder, Like it is so full and I know, as I said, until mid-August, life is full. So there's a few projects that are on the back burner. They're still there, bubbling away, simmering away, but they're just, you know, it's not right now because now is not the right time, okay? And a full diary for me looks like client calls, masterclasses, module work, my own coaching. So I'm currently working with two coaches when I'm studying with Sora and The Devoted Way to be an energy coach. So doing the Devoted Energy Coaching School. And I'm also currently working with Sammy Fleming in expansion, looking at myself and my business. It's the first time that I've really gone inwards in terms of my own expansion. It's been very, life has been very business focused for me over the last few years. And since having Hunter, I really feel called, felt called to look at me look at what I needed and it's been amazing. I also have extra trainings and meetings for my other job, which, and again, you know, it's it's a season of life that I'm in right now because this works for us long-term. It was a decision that we made together. So in an ideal world, yeah, I would have so much space to do what I want and I would prioritize what I want to do first and foremost. But again, I know that until mid-August, There are days and weeks that I don't have capacity or space to do that. So the question remains, how do I take care of my needs knowing that there is so much going on? 
in my life. And for you, again, what are your needs? So this is where you need clarity as well. It's all good for me to come in here and tell you what I'm doing, but you also need to understand what your needs are. Get really clear on what your needs are before you can manage them. You have to. Otherwise, you're going to be angry with the world because your needs aren't being met, but you don't actually know what you need. So maybe your needs are being met, but you can't see that, right? So again, you need to understand what full looks like and what your needs are. What are your non-negotiables? What lights your, sets your heart alight? Okay, let me give you a couple of examples of some of my needs. For me, every day I need silence. I need a moment to pause, a moment to stop, a moment to be present, The beauty of the coaches I'm working with at the moment is that I get this in our sessions because of the things that we're exploring. I'm energetically getting time and space to be present, to be silent, to be still, to have a pause. So there are some weeks where Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings, I have coaching. Some weeks, they... The Tuesdays and the Thursdays are one week and Wednesday is the opposite week, but some days it's three days in a row. That's okay because I get that moment of silence, right? And this doesn't look like my preferred breath work into a meditation, into a carpool, into journaling. And it feels like so long ago since I had that routine other than when I was in Bali. But time is precious, right? And since since becoming a mum, my mornings haven't looked the same as what they used to. And I'm still navigating that and every day is different. But because time is so precious, the weeks where I have coaching with my coaches, this works. So on those days, I'm good. I don't need to do the extra work because I'm getting it in those sessions. Okay. On other days, it might just be creating the space to stop and take a breath. Just take a breath to close down my eyes, to just feel into my body and see what I need. On the day of recording this, I had 10 minutes. 10 minutes and I had to pump. So I put my pump on. I sat on my couch. I got my cards out. I did two lots of 10 big deep breaths. I paused for a moment. I did a super quick meditation just to feel how my body was or feel to see how I was feeling in my body. Then I pulled a card and I wrote, I think five or six sentences in my journal. That is so not me. Right. When I journal, I journal pages and I knew that I didn't have the time because I had a meeting but that's okay it gave me that moment to pause it gave me a little bit of insight for what I needed on that day I also need movement gym is something I miss dreadfully I really 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 miss it you know when Hunter was first born I still got to go because all he did was sleep and now that he's awake a bit more it's It's more challenging. It's more challenging and maybe I just need to suck it up and go and see how he goes. But, you know, it's challenging. But in saying that, because I have a full diary, full calendar, I don't really have the space to go to my gym. I have another gym that I go to, which I've been able to. But I can still go for a walk every day. Is walking what I want to be doing? Nope, not at all. Would I love to be going to my gym, to Schwartz, like I used to for an hour every day and just training my little butt off? Yep, absolutely I would be. I've wanted that since we had Hunter. 
but right now that doesn't work. So how can I still my, meet my needs so they fit into my life, right? And this is the thing. I need to move my body. So whether it's Pilates at home, whether it's a quick stretch, whether it's a walk with Hunter, whether it is getting to this other gym for a 20 or 30 minute workout, it's just I need, I need to create that time, okay? Another one is I need to spend time in my business because it really excites me, lights me up, gives me a buzz. I love creating and sharing and connecting. Right now, I don't have the space to create and share and show up on socials as much as I would like to. So I'm filling my cup with my existing clients and with this podcast. I'm serving the clients that I'm working with so deeply and showing up for them and staying connected to the heart of my business and my community by doing coaching calls, by creating this podcast and having conversations with the most incredible people. Again, would I love to be able to spend all week creating something that is coming very soon? And yes, I'm impatient. Yes, I would. And there is something coming. But right now, I don't have the space to do that. So it's sitting on the slow down to speed up pile, knowing, you know, in the 20 to 60 minutes of free time I might have on some days I could sit down and try and force it I could try and create something and you know really force it out but I know it would take me forever and I wouldn't be happy with it or I can pause wait until I have some space (laughs) mid-August and then have an epic download like I normally do and because I know myself so well I know what space I create well in I know how quickly these downloads come in and I know how easy it is for me to create from this space. So for me, creating any other way by forcing it and spending hours and hours and hours on something that I know will just happen when I give myself time, I'm not prepared to do that because it's just going to add to the stress. And I don't want that. I'm trying to remove stress from my life. So my question to you is, how can you meet your needs? Is it a pause, a breath? Is it connection? Is it something for you? Is it something creative? Is it rest? Is it time to, is it yeah space to tune into your body as opposed to your mind? What is it? What do you need? You get to choose what that looks like. You, you and only you know your needs So what are your needs? To manage your needs, you need to get really clear on what they are and then assess what your life looks like to determine when you can take time, even if it's a micro version of what you normally do until you have more time. A micro medi, a micro meditation is better than no meditation, especially if you're someone who normally likes to meditate for an hour a day, right? If you go from having a routine and structure where you're spending an hour on meditation, on journaling, or like whatever it is, and you then just don't do it at all, you are naturally going to start to feel anxious, overwhelmed, off kilter, right? Whereas just a small snippet, just create a little bit of time to fill up your cup. Okay. One final thing I want to say on this, and um, you can take this as it lands. But I want you to be really discerning about whether you're confusing things that you want to do that do meet your needs from the things that you have to do. 
Okay, so are you confusing things that you want to do and things that meet your needs with things that you have to do? So, for example, if you're training for a marathon or a big bike ride or you want to learn to meditate or you want to be an energy coach or like whatever it is, right? If you want to do something and you're in training for that, you're spending time with coaches, you're training, you're doing something to work towards this goal, then that is you doing what you want to do. That is meeting your needs. Okay, this is the sassy Jackie coming out, but that is meeting your needs. If you are working towards a goal of yours that you want, then that is meeting your needs. Sometimes when life gets busy, we fall into the trap of thinking that we're doing all of these things that we have to do and I just want some more time for me and to do the things that I want to do when in actual fact, you're already doing what you want to do. You've chosen to work towards this. So they're your needs. It's something that you want. Just something to keep in mind. Right, as I said, we can sometimes fall victim to time or victim to busyness and, you know, tell ourselves these stories that just aren't true. Okay, so again, be really discerning about what story you're falling into the trap of listening to and what stories you're buying into just because you're busy. Okay, sometimes we can be so busy but doing all of the things that meet our needs. Right. As I said, I've had days where I have just been in an absolute creative cave and worked my ass off huge hours. And I could very easily turn around and go, oh my God, I'm so tired. Like there's so much to do. But at the end of the day, that is something that I wanted to do. And that is something that lights me up. Okay. So just a gentle, loving reminder to. Be aware of what story you're telling yourself because you are busy. So that's it for today. Figure out what full looks like. Figure out what your needs are and assess how you can meet your needs and manage your needs even when life is full because it is possible. Maybe it doesn't look exactly how you want it to, but it really, really is possible. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.